Hi everyone, this is Jennifer Belair with Open Hearts Club and this week's topic of conversation is back to the conscious consumerism and we're going to be talking a little bit about the stuff you eat, <laughs> also known as food. Um, so food can be a lengthy topic and often inundated with a lot of research and so much more. Uh, I'm going to be sharing some insights based on my own personal research uh, from listening to a plethora of other podcasts, reading books, and now through my holistic nutrition certificate that I am slowly and steadily working towards. Um, as someone who has a passion for food and of course for eating, uh, I like you am learning so much along the way. And again, these are just my insights and some things to think about. Uh, there is one philosophy that I like to follow, which comes from the great writer and investigator of modern culture <laughs> and of past cultures and the future uh, is Michael Pollan. And he says, eat whole foods, mostly plants. And so for me, as someone who is eating both um, a lot of vegetables, fruit and seafood and the occasional animal protein, um, you know, thinking about food as kind of information. What does it mean? How do I feel when I eat certain things? And for me, honestly, my diet is always changing and diet is a word we use to describe what we eat, not necessarily I'm on a new fad diet. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's kind of where I'm at. And for me, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's just quite beautifully stated uh, very simple. So by eating whole foods, meaning things that are what they actually are. Uh, so a chicken equals a chicken, egg equals egg, um, you know, barley equals barley. Uh, there's not a lot of processing. Um, you know, the less processing, the better. Um, not everybody knows that. So I'm just going to say it because it's important. Um, so that's kind of my current motto uh, that I'm following and this is definitely a topic that we'll come back to talking about food especially uh, just to share what I learned along the path of studying this holistic nutrition uh, nutritionist certificate so I am learning straight off the bat that we are what we eat and I actually remember this really silly uh, commercial from my childhood of like a woman walking down the street she was in like business attire and she had like two cinnamon rolls um, on her derriere, AKA butt. And uh, I was like, what does that mean? And like, I was probably like 10 or nine or eight and like eating a cinnamon roll, maybe, who knows? Um, nothing against cinnamon rolls, but essentially the idea is that we really are what we eat and that our cells are essentially becoming what we consume. Um, it is a little scary and exciting. I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, but just thinking like ever notice how you feel tired and lethargic after eating a seemingly delicious cinnamon pumpkin donut from the cider mill. Uh, I just enjoyed one not too long ago and it was definitely nostalgia. It was enjoyable in the moment, but then I felt extremely, extremely tired. So um, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about. So what does that mean when you get super tired after eating something? A lot of times it's your body just like like telling you like, oh man, this like is spiking the blood sugar. Like now I'm really tired. I'm lethargic. 
And it's not always the best thing if you feel that way after you eat, um, in my opinion. And I'm definitely not a queen at this. I'm still learning. But my philosophy for myself is to currently eat intuitively. So noticing what is feeling good in my body and what is not. So when things don't feel good, I try not to consume them uh, that often, if at all. So that's where I'm at. Um, it's uh, definitely an ongoing topic. Uh, so your body and life are your own personal experiment in the world and there isn't one diet or way of eating that will be right for everyone. Nutrition is becoming more and more personalized and that's definitely something that will continue on in the future as we have different devices and technology that's going to tell us certain things about uh, different vitamin panels in addition to like blood glucose and all these different things. So if that's like over your head, that's okay. Just think about things like your if you own an Apple Watch, like... There's uh, new updates and things suggesting that they're going to be able to kind of understand some different aspects of your nutrition and what you're eating. So as technology is, of course, um, getting better and better and better, I mean, just think about what the iPod looked like 10 years ago compared to, we don't have it now, but we have a phone that can do it. So technology is changing and as the world is becoming a little bit more health conscious, it's gonna be directed into the nutritional and health and wellness aspect, which is super exciting. Uh, so back to today's topic, how can we become more conscious as consumers? So what this means for me is by seeing our food as information or medicine for our bodies. And that's kind of a, a long-standing belief for many peoples, many cultures, but I believe it's been made pretty popular by Dr. Mark Hyman, whom I'm a huge fan of just learning uh, through his scope and perspective and lens and just kind of looking at food in a new way. So seeing food as information, we're feeding our bodies some kind of uh, matter and this matter is becoming what we are essentially. So um, some ways that I think that we can be more conscious as consumers. Uh, the first one is to read your labels. Um, avoid food that has so many ingredients, especially when you don't know what they are. Uh, it's better if the food doesn't even have a label. So an apple, it doesn't say this is an apple. <laughs> it's just an apple. An egg is an egg and so on. So looking at the labels, trying to understand it, I know it can be a little intimidating, but essentially we don't want to put processed food into our bodies. It's not necessarily good for us. Um, I know we do have to eat it on occasion. It's not an uncommon thing to enjoy processed food, but just trying to look for quality ingredients and looking at um, what's in there. So if there's a lot of sugar, just know that does it really need to be in there? Is it added sugar? Um, sugar is addictive and not necessarily a very good thing for our bodies. Um, so reading labels is really important and just trying to dissect it trying to learn and these are things that you can find information very easily via the internet and something I hope to talk about in the future episodes as I'm on this holistic nutritionist um, journey. So that's just one thing uh, or two things. Watch out for sugar and avoid food that has so many ingredients. Um, just know that in the ingredients label the first thing is often the uh, most abundant ingredients. So if it says cane sugar or like, you know, all sorts of things, uh, refined flour, you know, obviously you don't want to consume that because it's just not going to make you feel that great. Uh, next, I have a uh, buy locally, support your sweet, sweet farmer. So if you're able to 
um, even grow your own food. That's always a really cool option. Maybe your neighbors, maybe you can check out a farmer's market while you're traveling or just in your own city or neighboring cities. And you'd be surprised what you'd find. Um, you can meet people, connect with others, and it's just a really beautiful experience. I like to frequent the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market and it's always a lot of fun just to see what's growing and picking things that I have never seen before and attempting to cook them um, is always a blast. I learned about Jerusalem artichokes, which is also called a sunchoke. And uh, it's this delicious tuber that comes from a type of sunflower. And it looks, I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it looks like. A weird potato but it's very very tasty and when it's baked it's like this creamy uh, custardy kind of uh, delicious amazing vegetable um, next I have buy organic when you can and look into the clean 15 and dirty dozen list that is published by the EWG or the environmental workers group uh, it's like a nonprofit research um, group of individuals who are trying to raise awareness about things uh, concerning our health and wellness. So they look at things like beauty products, sunscreens, food, and things like that. But they do have a list of what they call the clean 15 and dirty dozen. So the clean 15 are vegetables that you can buy without buying organic because sometimes it can be pricey to buy organic uh, if we're being honest. And then the dirty dozen are things that you should try to buy uh, organic when you can because they are often sprayed with all sorts of uh, pesticides and things like that. So I'll be linking to a PDF that I made in addition to the Environmental Worker Group's website where you can scope that out a little bit more. Uh, next I have notice your eating habits. Do you eat when you're in a bad mood, stressed, low self-worth? Uh, food, uh, food supplies energy to our bodies, food gets us through the day. We all deserve to have a healthy relationship with food. So we're all guilty of this, I think, to some extent or another. I know myself included, where I'll just kind of zone out and eat something. I can't think of the thing that I like to eat, but um, sometimes it's like those sesame seed sticks or something. <laughs> um, many other things in my life as well. But uh, just like notice when you're eating unconsciously and say like, oh, is this like feeling good? Am I like aware that I'm eating? Because sometimes we can just have the hand in the bag of the flaming Hot Cheetos and look out, you have red hands. So <laughs> just something to think about and to just slow down when you're eating too. Just say like, oh, how is this like serving me? Do I feel good when I'm eating it? Am I aware that it's good or bad for me or... Um, how did my body react the last time I did it? Did I feel good? Did I not feel good? Etc. Uh, and then next I have is kind of a really cool discovery, um, especially for myself, um, learning through Dr. Mark Hyman's kind of uh, information that he has out there, his podcast, uh, is don't be afraid of fat. Good fats are out there and they are a vital part of distributing nutrients throughout our body and so much more. Uh, some of my favorites are tahini and olive oil as a finisher. You don't always want to cook with olive oil just because it doesn't have the highest um, uh, smoke point. So if it, you're cooking over low heat, it can be fine for cooking, but uh, it's very tasty and super nutritious as it is. So try to do that. Uh, avocado oil is another good one. Uh, you want to get expeller pressed whenever you can. And then also coconut oil is another one that we use a lot and my word of advice and this is something that I definitely grew up on but I know it's actually quite bad for you and I think most of the Midwest kids out there 
uh, grew up on it too, but try to stay away from most other vegetable oils. Um, I'm thinking about canola, sunflower oil, uh, palm oil, and all that because they are just not good for you. They're often uh, excreting the oil through very harmful chemicals and guess where those chemicals go. So they become part of you. Um, even if it's organic, it, it doesn't matter. Chances are they might be harvesting some kind of uh, <laughs> some kind of seed or what have you and then uh, using a chemical to extract the oil. Uh, so it's just not good. Whenever you see expeller pressed, that's the ideal situation. Uh, if you can't afford organic, go for that. Uh, another great fat are olives. I really love to eat olives, so I highly recommend. Uh, and then next I have get your green on. So eat lots of cruciferous, <laughs> oh, say that one again, <laughs> cruciferous vegetables like kale, broccoli, and cauliflower. Uh, most, if not all, vegetables are quite good for you. Try to opt for a variety. The more colors, the better. Eat the rainbow and become a beautiful, beautiful little rainbow. <laughs> Plus, uh, you'll have an easier time going to the bathroom, aka number two. Uh, so don't be afraid of carbohydrates as well. A lot of vegetables have carbs in them. Uh, try to opt for complex carbs, which will break down slower, providing you more sustained energy. Carbs, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's opinion, are an integral part of our diet and optimal health. We just have to be kind of conscious and choosy at times. And again, this is information that you can mine from the good old internet and uh, definitely check out Mark Hyman's uh, books and philosophies on this if it's piquing your interest. It's just really changed my view and opinion of these sort of things. Uh, so learning to eat can be complicated. It's something that we have to do every day, unless you're fasting, um, and we are learning every day too. So every meal is a chance to change your body. So some kind of ideas I have around that are learn to love your body and be patient with the process. Uh, if you slip up, don't be like so mad at yourself and be like, well, I already ate like this little bit of ice cream that was like really bad for me and then <laughs> I should finish it because I do that sometimes too and it, it doesn't feel good. So uh, just like being more conscious, being more aware, being able to love better and, and erase like negativity from your life in some way, we can always change that. We don't have to like, Oh, I'm already in a bad mood. I should just keep doing that because it's easy. We have to kind of fight against the grain and accept ourselves, love ourselves, and be patient with yourself too. You're learning. I'm learning. We're all learning together. Uh, something I like to do as well is to honor and congratulate yourself when you make a little change in your diet. Uh, just kind of saying good things to yourself. Like it, it feels good and just know that you're caring and nurturing your body, this physical space that your soul gets to kind of interact into the world. Uh, another thing is to notice how you feel along the way. So if you eat X, how do you feel afterwards? If you eat that seemingly tasty donut from the cider mill, do you feel good after or do you feel not so good? etc. But don't punish yourself along the way. You can enjoy things in a healthy way um, mentally, even if it's not always like the most healthy thing for your body. Um, so <laughs> it's a complicated subject, but don't guilt trip yourself. You want to have a healthy relationship with food. That's, that's the most important thing to say. I know I ate this thing. It might not have been the best for me, but my next meal is a chance to do better. Um, and then outside of food, you want to make sure that you're drinking enough water throughout the day. If you do drink coffee or caffeinated beverages, try to 
up your intake of water because many times these can be dehydrating and you want to make sure that your the water is moving throughout your body to do all its amazing things because we are like 60 to 70 percent water i believe um, <laughs> so noticing how you feel along the way you can do journaling a lot of people like to do that uh, also notice what you like and try new things so for me something that is an absolute must is like roasted red peppers capers sun-dried tomatoes and olive oil uh, we're big shoppers at trader joe's so these are kind of like my pantry staples uh, they're the things that get me through the the dry times when i'm not feeling very creative i can just kind of plop something on there i know it's good for me it has kind of the ingredients that make me feel good, make me feel happy, and my body is not suffering. Um, <laughs> another idea is to be inspired by world cuisine. Uh, there are many incredible cultures around the world who have learned the ins and outs of how to make food taste really, really good. Uh, definitely embrace spices and herbs, especially if you are a meat eater. Uh, oftentimes this can help with digestion uh, and just act as like a, a good agent within that uh, that realm of consuming meat and helps you digest it easier uh, and herbs and spices taste great i love incorporating of course basil and um, cilantro and all sorts of things and i definitely thank my armenian uh, <laughs> husband and his family for introducing that to me because that was not a thing uh, just having tons of herbs on the plate all the time has been really beautiful uh, some of my favorite spices are chipotle and paprika uh, they just add a lot of flavor, a lot of boost. Uh, things like cumin are also really tasty. For me, I personally love Greek-inspired food. Uh, I've always dreamed of going to Greece and have uh, been researching it and putting a lot of fennel, mint, and olives into my kind of garden medleys that I like to cook. So I'll take things like zucchini, onions, garlic, um, eggplant sometimes, and then any tomatoes that I've happened to harvest and then just put it all in a skillet, put some olive oil or avocado oil in there, uh, add my spices such as the mint, olives, and fennel, let it cook for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just on low, and you will be amazed at how good this <laughs> tastes. Um, something I'm also kind of leaning into is making cooking a ceremony, um, almost like this honorable thing that we get to do for me I just I've always loved cooking uh, I love being creative and so honoring the time that it takes for you to cook for yourself your family um, and just making that a special thing not making it like a mundane chore just knowing that while you're preparing your meal you are serving your body and honoring the the physicality of it which is a really beautiful thing uh, so I think that's all I have for today. I hope that this inspires you and helps you to think about food in a new light. Uh, we are all learning every day and we can always improve. So don't hold yourself uh, to some kind of high standard or be mad at yourself for not being able to do it the best way. There's a lot of information out there and a lot of ways that we can uh, improve in these um, these avenues. And I'll post a few links to some of my favorite YouTube out there in the world who are producing good uh, helpful content and a few books that I absolutely love when it comes to cooking yes people still look at cookbooks um, but the kind of idea is just to be patient and watch your body be happier and happier as you're making better choices so I'm definitely looking forward to touching base on food and food information as I continue on this path of nutrition uh, my 
earnest and honest aim for the Open Hearts Club is to make information accessible for all through this podcast and the blog experience, uh, just kind of focusing on an all-over holistic wellness and consciousness lifting and raising experience for anybody who is looking to tune into that and hopefully hopefully be entertained and learn along the way. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, I will be posting again next week. I missed last week because I was being lazy, but um, (laughs) wishing you all a beautiful, love-filled day, and I'll see you next week.